Live, recorded in front of a live audience. We're at 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts. I'm Mary Gaines, and here's Chris Wagner. Hi. Hi, guys. Hi. We are thrilled to be here tonight with the Whiskey Lash All-Stars. All-Stars, thank you guys for being on the show tonight. Oh, thanks for having us. Yeah. And for, for people out there that maybe aren't from Madison or who have been in the area or elsewhere around uh, that are listening to this going, man, I swear that's the kissers. <laughs> I know, we have to say it. We have to just put that out there right now. It essentially is the kissers, but it's a, could you explain a little bit? Well, it's what we call a kisser's light. 
<laughs> so essentially the way Whiskey Lash formed was as the Kissers got, uh, well, first of all, O.K.'s Corral burned down. Right. Um, the club that we used to, uh, that, we, that we started at playing every Monday night for two and a half years. And then the Kissers uh, started taking themselves, ourselves, uh, more seriously. And the Whiskey Lash was a way to uh, have an outlet for that, to uh, not take ourselves so seriously right. and just have fun with it. Yeah. Not to say the Kissers weren't fun or anything. But, but I hear, with certain expectations at some point, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, like the Kissers with the, you know, 210 shows a year and, yeah. and you know, and just trying to make a living, whereas Whiskey Lash was, uh, yeah, was just a... The garage band version? Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And so, and, and another way to think of it was whenever all the Kissers couldn't make it, yeah. then it was a Whiskey Lash. Right. Kissers light. <laughs> right, right. So that, you know, we, we change the name, we lower the cover charge, and then you can't hold us to anything. Right. The Beatles like did that, that too. Right. I think. Maybe. No, they didn't. They never did that. But, uh, so, but who, who the, you're obviously the original, well, obvious to us because we know, but... Uh, as, as far as Whiskey Lash is concerned? Well, as far as the Kissers, you're one of the, the founders of the I, Kissers. I'm one of the, the founding original. members, yeah. as is uh, Kevin here yes. on Mandolin. Okay. So we were, we were in the original Kissers that played every Monday at OK's. Right. And then, um, oh, a few years down the road, Joe joined, Joe joined us on drums. And yep. then later, Sean did. And by the way, Joe's the one playing drums right now. And Sean, Michael Dargan, is the one playing guitar currently. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe later, who knows, right? Right, that's right. All because right. it's Whiskey Lash. We I don't care. I can't wait. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Got a couple more tunes? Yeah, yeah, you bet. So that last one we just played was a traditional called Leaving a Liverpool. And we're just going to stick to the, the uh, sort of traditional sort of drinking Irish genre, even though all the songs aren't literally Irish. Um, so the next one we're going to do is called Nancy Whiskey. Whiskey, Nancy, 
All-Stars. I wanted to ask, uh, the last tune, there's a little bit of snip of The Dawning of the Day, right? Is that the name of this tune? Uh, uh, sure. <laughs> a couple of songs that have that melody. Yeah, yeah that's it. Okay. 
It's yeah. if, you know, it's kind of like if you don't like the yeah. song we're playing, well, here's another one. <laughs> wait, wait, don't order yet. It's just, a, it's a cool time. It's one I teach a lot of my fiddle students. Oh. It's one that happens to be okay. in a lot of the books. I, I actually hadn't ever heard it before. Um, we put that arrangement together many years ago, and uh, Phil went who was in the band at the time. He was our Ilan Piper uh, whistle player trumpeter, <laughs> naturally. Obviously. I think I'm who actually had a history of actually playing Irish music, yeah. unlike the rest of us at the time. Um, and he came up with that arrangement and threw that tune in the middle. It's like, here, okay. here, play this. And okay. we all <laughs> nodded so our heads. I was going to ask you what the Gaelic name for it was, but I won't. I'll, I, I track that question. That's a good idea to not okay. ask me that question. <laughs> Not if you want a correct answer, anyway. Okay. Well, we don't. That's, we're not about correct answers here. <laughs> the song before that. Well, actually, you're really close to ska. I mean, silence. Ska. That's interesting. <laughs> what I don't know. I'm we've been called a lot of things, but yeah. I don't think we've ever been called ska. I mean, it's just like one, one just like chick and chick and chick. Well, that's true. Go there. I that's true. That's true. Maybe we'll play. Actually, you know, and after we play the now next song, we're gonna song, do our sublime set. It's gonna reinforce that. Yeah. Yeah. I say that as a compliment. I, lo I love right. ska. I mean, yeah, we're Irish. We're, we like to think of ourselves as Irish rock ska. <laughs> to really confuse Kevin us. is from the islands, actually. Yeah. Well, well they, are you really? You are not. Which island? Uh, the island of water. <laughs> the water island. It's a white water. White water. <laughs> it's near a lake. <laughs> They just threw you right into that, man. Um, yeah, that's, that's what they do to me. They throw me places, and <laughs> there I find myself. And leave you. Yeah. I got to say. We, that you, we usually don't give Kevin a mic, so this is sort of an exception. <laughs> I got a mic! <laughs> it's like a treat. It's like a treat, Kevin. <laughs> Uncharted treat. territory. A bone. Let me go. I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to do my solo set. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll risk one other uh, uh, throw over there to, to Kevin then. You got a wicked tremolo, man. We've had lots of mandel players on the show, but you've got a you've got one hit wicked tremolo. Oh, oh, thank you, Chris. It's like go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Is it battery? I play notes fast. Yeah, we pride ourselves. I repeat them quickly. I don't know. It's uh, yeah. if we can't do anything, we can play things quickly. <laughs> it's, it's what I can do. It's I kind of I kind of grab onto what I can do and just kind of just do it over and over and over and over. That's a good sound bite. <laughs> so if you could throw a little uh, ska disco in, I, that'd be great. Whatever. You're pushing it now. You'd be man. surprised. Okay, I'll shut up. I'll sit over here and shut up. <laughs> I'm not speaking because I'm just flabbergasted. <laughs> uh, so that last song, which was a few minutes ago at this point, was uh, called Farewell to Nova Scotia, obviously a, a, a Canadian tune. And then... Um, so for the next couple tunes, we thought we would uh, delve a little more into the sort of protest, sort of fighting, uh, you know, genre or repertoire, which, which the Irish genre is, uh, is full of. So this next one's going to feature Mr. Sean Michael Dargan on the vocals. And it's like a true story. This was written by um, the father of the famous Irish poet, Brendan Behan, and his dad was a famous drunk and a famous rabble-rouser, and a pretty great songwriter in his own right, and poet. And this song references the Black and Tans. It's called Come Out and Fight. And the Black and Tans were a group of uh, Irish uh, nationals, um, I guess Republicans, who fought on the British side during World War I, because, of course, you know, it's part of Great Britain, as far as, as, far as they knew. Um, 
and did some great fighting for the Brits, so, you know, all in the good cause and all. But the, uh, the, the Irish who lived um, in the Republic were not so fond of those pesky black and tans. So this one's called Come Out and Fight. Come on. 
Now's probably a good time to talk. <laughs> this next song. Also, uh, how does this thing work? Oh, yeah, there we go. It's radio. You have no idea what I was just trying to do. Um, thanks. And then, and then how does this work? <laughs> um, thank you. Okay, so this next song Where the other strings also go? qualifies on the uh, sort of, uh, well, this is more of a protest song. So this is, this song was originally written as a uh, protest to the uh, American Civil War. It's an Irish song. Um, and uh, it actually was written uh, from the, uh, from a woman's perspective. And... Uh, it's about basically about her uh, her her lover coming home from the war, and this song the song is called Johnny I Hardly Knew Ye, and it became a very famous song, so famous um, and so poignant that to deal with it, um, somebody the government I don't know who um, changed the words and created the song when Johnny comes marching home, which then was a, considered a patriotic song. Um, but this is the original lyrics to the tune. And this is, uh, this is Johnny Hard, the New Year. While going the road is sweet of thy Haru, Haru. While going the road is sweet of thy Haru, Haru. While going the road, the sweet of thigh is sticking my hand, a drop in my eye, a doleful damsel. I heard cry, Johnny Hardy knew ye. Where your lights that used to run, Heru, Heru. Where your lights that used to run, Heru, Heru. Where your lights that used to run before I made you carry a gun. Indeed, your dancing days are done, Johnny Hardy knew ye. What did you run from me and the child, Johnny Hardy? You haven't an arm, you haven't a leg, Haru, Haru. You haven't an arm, you haven't a leg, Haru, Haru. You haven't an arm, you haven't a leg, your heart was pulled, the chicken was egg. You'll have the foot of a throat to beg, Johnny Hardy. I'm happy for to see you home, hurrah, 
Was your first, uh, were you first involved in uh, uh, real traditional Celtic music or, or rock and roll? Or uh, Rock your... and roll. I grew up yeah. on uh, the Beatles and Elvis Costello and yeah. Bruce Springsteen and the Ramones and the Talking Heads. And then uh, one day my, uh, my first girlfriend in high school introduced me to a band called The Pogues. Mm -hmm. So... And then the Pogues were, of course, a, a Celtic rock band. And so I kind of went in reverse. You know, the usual question is, oh, did you grow up with that? Oh, your last name is Fitzsimmons. You must have listened to Irish music. Right. Um, and uh, it's Scottish, first of all, which my grandfather would be the first to mention. Um, but uh, not that that really makes any difference. But... Um, I learned traditional music sort of backwards. So as the Kissers, we always claimed to be a rock band that played, that learned to play Irish music. Um, I mean, some of us grew up with it. I mean, Sean certainly has been playing bagpipes for his whole life, and <laughs> Kevin grew up with Irish music. But, uh, yeah. you know, I don't think Joe did. Joe, do you have Irish music at home? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> I, I didn't even know what it was. I'd never even heard of it. So that's, that was part of what the, the mystique was when I heard the Pogues for the first time. Yeah. Like, wow. So why do they sound so different? Or did you you, you kind of knew though, right? I mean, were there somewhat about their background? No, I, did, I knew oh, nothing. Wow. Okay. I knew nothing at all. I just heard Rumside Me the Lash. I heard Sick Betica Cullen. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is this is cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, of course, I had no idea what the words were mm -hmm. because no one does un <laughs> until you read the lyrics. And I and I and I was one to always just listen to the music anyway. And I was like, "Wow, this is—it's so happy, but but sad, and, uh, and I'm so confused, but fulfilled." And <laughs> and it had nothing to do with alcohol. It had nothing to do with anything. It was just just that music, and uh, picking up chicks, you know, all the the sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It was just that music. That's all I cared about. And um, it wasn't very popular in school for that. But you had a girlfriend. I did it. Well, I did learn. Yeah, that's true. So I guess I was doing okay. <laughs> you did okay. That's where you didn't need any of the other stuff. Yeah, I guess You're so. already set up. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, but uh, so then, of course, then we, you know, then, then lear learning about them and, and where they were coming yeah. from, then we learned about this thing called traditional Irish music. And, uh, and they, of course, came through the traditional and, and then melded it with the rock and roll. You would think... You Although would maybe not. Well, I don't know. they did. I mean, that, yeah. that certainly was their background, but they were essentially punk band when right. they started, like when, when, when the Pogues, I guess, I guess we'll just talk about the Pogues. When the Pogues started, uh, 
uh, with Shane McGowan and Spider Stacy were the two original members. And Spider Stacy didn't even know how to play an instrument. He would just run around stage and scream and bang his head on a beer tray. It doesn't get any more punk than that. Right, right there. <laughs> and and Shane McGowan's fame in London. They were got famous in London, by the way, not in Dublin. And his fame in, in London was from. Um, he was at a punk at a, a Sex Pistols show, and there was a punk scene. I don't remember what it was called, but um, somebody smashed. Uh, a bottle or something over his head, and 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 you know, and blood just came pouring down his face. And then a photographer took a picture of him, you know, and his tongue's like hanging out, you know, it's <laughs> rocking out. And that was put on this picture of this punk magazine, yeah. and that's how Shane McGowan got famous. And then he started a band called the Nips, short for the Nipple Erectors. Uh-huh. And uh, and then they did their thing for a little while, and then he wanted to add this Irish music to this thing that they this this punk scene that he was in yeah so and it worked it did yeah it did it worked and Pogues is of course short for Pogue Mahone okay. and I, I guess I can't say that I don't know why it means Not. kiss my oh okay well yeah. Pulse. In, Pulse. in Gaelic that's Never the only mind. Gaelic I know by the way well, that, that word says a lot. How far that, that'll get you a ways anyway. I mean, you've got to know how to say, where's the bathroom and, and can I have a beer? And, right. and evidently I, that. I was once the butt of a, a joke in Gaelic. I don't know what the joke was. I just know I was the butt of it. <laughs> and they were laughing. Yeah, was I was funny. sitting at a train station and, uh, in, in Ireland somewhere, and these three guys were walking towards me. I was the like, only one sitting on the platform. These three guys were walking. The guy in the middle was this, this big, large guy with really long, super curly, just like... Braveheart, you know, yeah. looking guy, um, big red beard, and he's talking in Gaelic. Sorry to all the Gaelic speakers out there. And then, you know, and they're kind of laughing, and he looks right at me, and all three of them look right at me, and he goes, blah, 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 blah. And they go, ah, and then they keep walking. You mean you didn't jump around and go, excuse me, sir? Yes, I'm an American. I'm an American. Could you translate that for me? Yeah. Can I show you my knife, laddie? <laughs> yeah. No. Right. Oh my God, no. That's a good story. <laughs> no, I just sort of stared at the ground. Yep. <laughs> Important to know when to stare at the ground. Yeah. <laughs> like that. yeah. Ken, can you speak some more Gaelic for us, please? <laughs> <laughs> maybe if you're good. Maybe later. Yeah, yeah. That's that's probably the worst imitation of Gaelic I've ever heard. But that's our. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's also the worst imitation of Dutch or. Yeah. Swedish. Right. Or well, you know, it's one of the few languages, though, seriously, if you look at it written out, you really have absolutely no idea. You can't no. even fake it looking you, at it. No, you don't pronounce, like, three-quarters of the letters yeah. anyway. And, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an amazing-sounding language. It's, of course, a, it's a dying yeah. language. Um, you know, so people are working hard to keep, it, to keep it going. But, yeah, it's utterly, completely baffling to me in all ways. French is kind of like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So uh, I, one, before you get to uh, play some more here, I have to ask, two songs ago, or the one before this, this one here, yeah. the last one you played, oh, yeah. that was se- well, several minutes ago at this point. I, indeed. Yeah, was it, <laughs> How time uh, flies. <laughs> did you scoffify that just for us, or is it actually like Just that? for you guys. Come on. <laughs> did you? Uh, we dialed it up a times, notch for yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. I thought, I thought, yeah. okay. Well, thank you. That was very sweet of you. It was nice. Yeah. We like the skull. Do it for Chris and Mary. I don't believe that for a second. So what do you have? Okay, so so what we're gonna do next? A few few more tunes on the docket, and we're we're gonna go ahead and and delve into the uh, some of the original 
basically this is the original Kisser's repertoire. Whiskey Lash doesn't really... Thank you. Thank you, Madison. Thank you, Mom. The, the Kisser's, or Whiskey Lash, doesn't really have too many original tunes that qualify as Whiskey Lash tunes, so we're, we borrow from the Kisser's when we uh, want to be legit. But that's okay, because the Kisser's don't play anymore anyway. They're not together. Except maybe around St. Patrick's Day. Perhaps in Madison, Wisconsin. Where would you find them around St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> Depending on when you're hearing this podcast, if yeah. it's before March 13th, 2009, you might catch them at the Majestic Theater. I see. Or, or 2010. Oh, that's right. 2010. My time flies. <laughs> I, just, I just lost a year. And if you go on Facebook, you might find them if you... Yes, you can find the Kissers, and you can find Whiskey Lash, actually. That's the one place you can find the Whiskey Lash All-Stars is on Facebook. Oh, I did want to ask you, um, what does the lash mean, Whiskey Lash? Well, it comes, from a, it comes from a Winston Churchill quote, where he's talking about the Navy. The Navy's nothing but rum sodomy and the lash. That's, that's just the quote, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh. It'd be easier to show you later, Mary. Okay. Yeah, it's a difficult one for an audio Ooh. podcast. Um, you know, I thought maybe it was like a large noodle made with whiskey. And then you'd, you know, lash somebody Ooh. with it. That, I mean, that probably might be the second of those words. Maybe it applies to that kind of, and then work it. No, sorry. All right, that requires memory. Uh, and then the rump side, I mean, lash was a Pogue's album as well. So okay. it just played nicely that way. And the all-stars, because, I don't know, because... You are. Yeah. See, uh, interestingly enough, all four of us weren't actually ever in the Kissers at the same time, even though all of us were in the Kissers. Oh, well, we were... All... Right. All, yeah. yeah, thank you. <laughs> there was a lot of beer. We sometimes forget. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's true. But those were like reunion shows. Those don't count. Should we play a song? Sure. sure. I think so. <laughs> Everybody on stage is doing the math. <laughs> This song, <laughs> this song is called Not an Army. It was 40 years ago In an old house made of stone Lying on a feather bed Crying all alone Oh, a housewife about 25 Bearing a first child But a fever Means that she'll lose Either son or her own life And the father He comes rushing in Gets her job As fast as he can Sees his son There on the bed Grabs his wife's colorless hand No more tears for the lonely A single heart for this little boy Wraps him up in a cotton blanket So full of sorrow and of joy And he'll laugh at a good joke These first and learned folk He'll reminisce something a day's gone by Well, he's not like you and me He's a man not an army Well ten more times The earth goes around the sun Father sits down and talks With his little one He asks him why 
talking about Shea McGowan several minutes ago <laughs> and uh, this next song is actually about Shea McGowan loosely and uh, I was also reading the book Dune at the time so if you combine Dune and Shea McGowan you get this next song did you actually meet him before you wrote this song um no, I hadn't met him yet. We did meet him, though. That's another story. You want to hear that story? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we, got, we heard that he was coming to town. He, um, that his, it was after the Pokes. It was uh, Shea McGowan of the Popes, his band after the Pokes. Uh, and they were going to play at Luther's Blues. Um, and we heard it and basically requested, perhaps begged, uh, to be on that show. And, and we were granted that, uh, that wish. So we got to open up for him. And uh, unfortunately, we played early enough. He wasn't even off his plane yet. But we were lucky that he got off the plane in Madison at all because he'd missed the three shows before um, because they wouldn't let him on the plane because Shane McGowan gets very thirsty. Right. And, uh, and he'd been a little too thirsty, I guess, for the past three days or so. <laughs> uh, and so uh, the show ended, 
and uh, we work our way back into the dressing room to meet to meet Shane McGowan and the band. And you know, I've idolized Shane McGowan all you know for many many years before this, and so I'm basically sitting in front of my idol, and it's this moment I've thought of for so long. I've, I always assumed that Shane McGowan would be extremely drunk when I met him, because that's <laughs> usually just a safe bet. Um, but it was just a question of how drunk would he be? Would he be coherent? And so he was sitting on a table, uh, or excuse me, sitting at a couch, and just leaned over with his head, just, just basically like, like he looks like he's passed out with his head just straight down. And uh, I started talking to him like I'm his grandmother. Or like he's, I'm sorry, like he's my grandmother. You know, hi Shane, great show, thanks for coming to Madison. And he just sits there, I'm like, oh, I'm finally meeting Shane McGowan and he doesn't even know I'm here. And all of a sudden he perks up his head, he goes, thank you very much. I say, oh, and then I go sit next to him. Can we get our picture with you? He's like, oh, sure, you know. And he, he puts our hands around us. You know, we get this picture, and he looks like he's dead. You know, which is, <laughs> you know, he was supposed to die 20 years ago and 10 years ago, and and um, and so then we're just hanging out with the band for a while, and it's great. And um, so then the band's sitting on the floor, and and it's a small dressing room, and he's where a few of us are on the couch. Kevin's there, and. Um, the uh, promoter comes in with a uh, Chimacon's book that had recently come out, his autobiography, and says, uh, "Somebody would like uh, you to sign this." And Chimacon doesn't say anything. He just takes the book and the marker from him, moves very slowly. His hands kind of shake a little bit, and he sets the marker down next to him. He opens up the book to page one, and he starts reading it to himself. <laughs> and he's not—he's not like skimming it. He's just reading it. He laughed. Yeah, he's got this laugh. This <laughs> that's how he laughs. It's really weird. And then he turns the page. He just starts reading it. So then we'll get back to the book. So then occasionally people could interrupt him. You know, say, hey, Shane, Shane, Shane. You know, wave your hands and you know, knock him on the head. And he'd look up and he'd respond to you and then immediately go back to the book. Um, so then a fan comes back there. A fan who I didn't think should be back in the dressing room, but nonetheless somehow made it back there. And he walking around all night with this Irish penny on a necklace. And he had this long story he wanted to tell Shane. And he told it to me before. Well, finally he was back there. And he's, he starts this, this, this long sort of diatribe about why he wants to give this penny to Shane. And Shane immediately puts his hand out, you know, like, give it to me. And he's like, no, 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 no you got to hear my story first. <laughs> and so he's telling the story. And he's getting more and more worked up. He's like, Cause I want to give this, this Irish penny so you never die penniless. Um, oh, wait, I can't see the punchline. Okay, I'll just skip that word. Sure you can. Yeah. He says, basically, he gets one more, and at this point, the whole dressing room is now silent and paying attention to this guy, and I'm looking around for security, wondering when he's going to get kicked out. And he gets more and more worked up, and finally goes, I want to give this to you because I'm a white, prat, white trash piece of just like you. <laughs> and the whole room just bursts out laughing, as does Shane. <laughs> And Shane starts saying, sit down, sit down. And he's like, hey, I got like a keg at my house, or like half a, or a quarter keg at my house, and you guys should come, and you know, I'll write down my address. And I'm like, oh my God, get out of here. And Shane's like, no, write it down. Write down your address. You know? uh, so I was very impressed by that. And, 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 and just to, to wrap the story up, so the, the crowd is breaking up finally, and um, the promoter um, comes back to get the book, but Shane won't give it back to him. So he signs the cover, 
rips it off, gives him the cover, and keeps the book. (laughs) That was the time we met Shane McGowan. Oh, that's good. That is funny. And this song's about him. It's called The King of Undead. And we bowed as he passed 
There's our respect he has earned and will have it to the last. You guys want to hear another one? Okay. Um, all right, let's do uh, this one. It's called A Faint Crackling Sound. Is not written, I can't complete it. In the time I've been given, I 
You know the weather out there is always fair And you know I, I don't really care Thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. Excellent. The Whiskey, Whiskey Lash All-Stars. Ken Fitzsimmons, Kevin Youngs, Joe Bernstein, Sean Michael Dargan, the Whiskey Lash All-Stars. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks for coming, guys. Thank you for coming to Mad Toast Live. You can catch our podcast on uh, madtoastlive.com, on iTunes. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, MySpace. Please send special thanks to Mr. Andy LaValle from Bear Sound, and uh, thank you all for coming tonight.